Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's successful real estate professional as they share it with you. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, 24 Sound. 24 Sound is technically an audio production company, but they're way more than that. They're there to help you grow your business from audiobooks to podcasts and everything in between. They're flawless as sound engineers and they're strategic as business partners. Visit them at 24sound.com. You can also email them at hello at 24sound.com. And of course, as a best ever listener, you'll get a best ever discount. Mention best ever and you'll get a 20% discount on your first product. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Stephen Barton. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing well, and Stephen is joining us from Indianapolis, Indiana. He's the president of Solid Rock Solutions, based in Indianapolis, of course. He is a real estate agent. He's done bird dogging, joint venture wholesale deals. And the interesting thing about Stephen and why I wanted to you know, have him share his best ever advice is... He's actually just getting into wholesaling. Uh, he started this past summer, so he's been doing it for about five months, and he's already done seven deals. So he's off the ground uh, really quickly and making things happen. So I thought it'd be really interesting to hear his background and what he's focused on now and how he's able to get the deals done so quickly. So with that being said, Stephen... Can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure, Joe. Um, I started out working for a flipper um, in the late 90s and then in the early 2000s, um, just helping him flip houses. And um, throughout the, the course of the last 10 years, I slowly discovered I had a lot of back pain. I found out I was disabled and um, my back issues were so bad that I could not continue working um, doing construction, which was my trade. I'd been doing it for years, making a decent living. And I'd heard about this real estate, all these different types of uh, programs out there and um, uh, ways you can get into real estate. And I just thought, you know what? I used to work for a guy that just did this. And I thought, okay, well, if this guy can, um, he actually came from Mexico and um, and barely spoke any English. And I thought, well, if this guy can come into a country that he barely speaks the language and he can make money doing this, surely I could put something together. So um, I started out um, trying to do uh, free mailers, um, putting Craigslist uh, ads out, um, actually hung flyers and laundry mats. I mean, just basic uh, free ways to get started. And um, I finally uh, landed a deal, or at least I thought it was a deal. And um, I had no contracts. I had no way to uh, get it started. And um, through a series of attempts at networking, I found uh, and going to local RIA meetings, I found a mentor, someone who was willing to just take me under his wing and help me out. He had the contracts and he was just willing to go through the process with me. So um, my mentor uh, brought the, the deal, the uh, contract to the um, uh, 
the table with the sellers and we sat down and we uh, signed the first purchase agreement. This was my first actual even meeting this guy face to face. We had talked several times. And so um, that's basically how it started for us is uh, um, then we started getting into direct mail. And every time we get a deal, I run it by him. And in Indiana, I have to hang my license with the managing broker, which he has his license. So now um, him and I just partner together and we kind of tag team wholesale deals where maybe I will find a deal and then he'll help uh, market it. Um, we'll actually mail to cash buyers or in that area where we buy a property. And then that's how we actually, I just told you a couple days ago, we closed on a deal when we bought one and I actually am going to a closing today where we just sold it the very next day. Um, actually, I guess it's two days later now. So, and and how do you sell a deal that fast? It's it really takes a system in place of having cash buyers that are in your area where you're buying houses, where they're actually buying deals, you know, on a regular basis. So that's basically how we got started. And when with the deals that you're you're finding. Are they primarily through direct mail? They are now. Yeah, um, I'll be really honest. You know, we do Craigslist ads. I've had one Craigslist ad in um, ever since we started, which was in February of this year. Um, the, our first deal was the only deal that came from Craigslist. So I just want to let all the listeners know that, um, you know, Craigslist may be a good way to get some deals, but they're very few and far between. The real way to get deals is to do a direct mail marketing campaign. And we prefer absentees. Um, there, there's a couple other ones out there. You can, uh, mail to equity lists, which, um, the, the response isn't as good as absentees. They absentee owners, um, generally a little more motivated about selling a property. So really quickly, absentees and equity lists. So absentees, uh, owners who are out of state, correct? Um, sometimes. Uh, we mail to both in and out of state, and uh, they say that the out of state owners are a little more motivated, and I found it's about 50-50. They're, they're both fairly motivated, and they're probably the most motivated mailing list you'll have. And then equity list? How do you define that? Yeah, um, I, we find that through the same company. We go through listsource.com. Um, even though I have my license, I can pull some of this stuff from the MLS, but um, we actually go to listsource because it makes it a lot easier for us. And um, the, the, the equity list doesn't exactly – they're not as responsive as the absentee owners. The absentee owners are dealing with renters that may be not paying. They're dealing with repairs that maybe they didn't account for. Um, there's a lot more situations as opposed to the equity. You know, that's just someone living in a house and they may, um, you know, just look towards a, a regular real estate agent, you know, if they decide to sell. So it's not as hot of a market as what absentee is. And how are you specifically defining equity list, what amount of equity do they need to have? Or when you go to buy the list from, in your case, list source or wherever people buy the list, how do you approach that company and say, I'm looking for XYZ criteria? Sure. It's in the, uh, as you're going through the, the criteria, you, there's a tab in list source um, under mortgage and you can pick 
the equity percentage. And that's what we did. We're, we well, on, we won't deal with anything less than 50%. And we're trying to stay more towards the 80, 90%, 100% equity. And um, there's not as many of those. So you kind of have to lower it closer to the 50% equity. But that's, that's where you really want to be. You want to be mailing to people who actually own the property and, you know, don't owe more than what the price, the house is worth or what you're willing to pay for the house. And what does your direct mail piece look like? It's pretty simple. A lot of people choose to use the yellow letters. And in my market, um, I find that there's so many investors and there's some savvy investors here in Indianapolis um, they're all using yellow letters. And for us, we choose to use a professional typed, just a plain, you know, like a business letter that's typed to you. And I actually physically sign each and every letter, which can kind of um, it adds up. There's a lot of them. And um, it just simply says, you know, my name is Stephen Barton. I'm a local investor and I found your information from tax records um, which is where list source pulls some of this information. So um, I just give them full disclosure and I let them know, you know, I cannot pay full market price for your property, but if you're looking to sell and I, I can sometimes list bullet points, um, you know, if it's an absentee list, I'll say, you know, if you're tired of dealing with evictions, if you're um, tired of dealing with repairs, you know, we can close within seven to 10 days and it can give you an all cash price for your home and, you know, it's it's really simple. And I put my phone number in there about three times. So it's kind of uh, repetitive. And so it really sticks out um, for them to call me. You want a call to action. You want them to get your phone to ring. So what is your best real estate investing advice ever? For me, I believe the biggest thing a new beginner could do would be to start out, besides getting an education, which is first and foremost, you need to understand these concepts and to be able to talk the talk. Um, you need to find someone who you um, really look up to, who is doing what you are looking to do. If you're looking to flip, you need to find a flipper in your area and try to work under him and you need to make sure that you can bring something to the table as well. And if it's a wholesaler, you need, you want to find a wholesaler, um, you know, that you can mirror and that someone that's willing to work with you, you need to invite them out to lunch or coffee and try to get to know them. Don't just say, Hey, will you help me out and hold my hand and do everything for me? You really need to put in some effort and make sure that you're bringing something to the table to make it worth it for that mentor to help you. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Oh, I sure am. Best ever book you've read? It has to be the Holy Bible. It's such a, a, a great, broad um, overview of what life um, should be like the way we are supposed to live life. And it really pertains to everything you do in your life. So for me, it's the Holy Bible. And best ever listeners, I'm not sure if there's an audio version for free at freebesteverbook.com, um, but I know there's audio versions of a lot of other books, um, and 50-50 chance, uh, perhaps there's one of the Holy Bible as well. Um, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and uh, see for yourself. All right, Stephen, best ever personal growth experience and what you've learned from it. Yeah. That's a really good question. 
Um, and and I've, I've actually written in some forums about this. The best personal growth experience I've had was I've learned that I cannot win them all. <clears throat> Basically, it's it's all about the numbers in wholesaling. And I tell sellers sometimes that their best option is to list their property. If they're, you know, behind in medical bills and, you know, offer me to come in and offer them a cash price, like, like I was saying earlier, I cannot pay full retail. And for me to be able to sleep at night, I need to make sure that I am serving their best interests as well as mine. And sometimes I've actually had to turn deals away because I want the best for whoever I'm talking to. So I, I want to add value to their lives. And if directing them towards someone who can list their property, if they choose not to work with me, um, that's fine. And I will do that. And I still continue to do that and will always do that. I always want the best for any seller or anyone that I'm talking to. So I think that's the best growth experience that I've really learned. I cannot win them all. Best ever success habit you practice? The biggest success habit for me is um, when it comes to my phone ringing, I cannot answer it every single time. Um, we're looking to hire someone um, to help us out with the phones. Um, but most of my deals come from multiple letters and lots of phone calls. You have to follow up with these sellers just because they call and leave a message. That means they might be calling some other people and leaving messages with them. So that means for you, you need to get back to them. You need to follow up. You need to make sure you get an offer and, and let them know what you can do for them. So that's it. Best ever deal you've done. Yeah, my best deal I've ever done was my very first one. And the reason being is that it showed me anyone, even someone who had at the time no money and very little knowledge about investing can actually make deals happen. What were the numbers behind that? How much money did you make and what were uh, what was the cost of the property and what did you sell it for? Sure, yeah. we um, The property... Um, as is value was around 130 to 135. It could have gone up to 140. Um, we actually got it under contract for 91,000. We um, sold it to another investor for 101. So we actually made 10,000, which we split. And um, that individual uh, put it on the MLS for like a couple days, and he got 130. So he made 30,000. We made 10, and the the sellers were absolutely, um, you know, ecstatic and very happy to get out from underneath their situation. So it was all about solving people's problems. Win, 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 always around. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for sure. It's got to be win, win, or it's not worth it. So. Well, in that case, it was a triple win. It was, yeah, big time, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Best ever quote. For sure. Uh, Thomas Edison, I think, has some um, really good quotes out there. Uh, one of the ones I really like is, he says, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. And I think he was talking about like the light bulb that, you know, it, it took him a thousand times to fail for him to realize that one time how to make a light bulb the correct way. And, and the same thing goes with doing anything um, 
whether it's real estate or anything else, you know, you got to get in there and just start doing it and you're going to fail, but you're going to learn from those mistakes. So you just can't give up. And speaking of those mistakes, what's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Definitely. Um, the biggest mistake for me, and it continues to, to somewhat be a mistake because I get kind of lost in it is the details. And I kind of chase after every shiny object. I'm always, you know, researching new ways to improve SEO and um, looking at Google AdWords and just getting lost in the analysis of getting started. Um, I was scared. So um, that time that I was scared and not ready to take a first step and, and actually take some action cost me time and I probably lost out on some deals. So um, just get out there and make things happen. You'll learn as you go. And Stephen, what's the best ever place to reach you? Sure. You can find us at cashforyourhouseindianapolis.com. And um, uh, all our information is on our website. Um, you can find us on all the social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, and LinkedIn. That is an incredibly long URL. It takes up the entire browser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I thought about it and it's like, Everybody around here does. We buy houses. So I had to kind of find something else, cash for your house, Indianapolis. You know, it's like I had to find something that was different, yet still gets the same results. So, yeah, I'm, we're working on that. Well, we might change it eventually. <laughs> well, I mean, for SEO purposes, it's great. I'm, I, I'm sure it's it's a, a good a good long term play. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's helped us. We went from page 16 to we're in the single digits, like four or five or page six, something like that. So we went up dramatically. There there you go. So it, it's effective. And most importantly, it's effective, right? Exactly. It's like, who, who, who cares what Joe thinks? It's, it's, <laughs> this this puppy's effective. <laughs> it, it, it's leads and that that's a big thing. So that's all that matters. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Stephen, for sharing your advice. It's It's really interesting to hear from someone who is has recently started and has achieved the amount of deal flow that you've achieved and learning the numbers behind it uh, I, I think it's it helps uh, this show or this episode in particular uh, obviously wholesalers who are getting going and I think your approach for having a baseline of knowledge, and then reaching out to someone who has successfully done what you're wanting to do and is currently successfully doing what you are wanting to do is applicable to anybody in the industry uh, because that's, quite frankly, how you achieve greater success is you you surround yourself with people who are currently achieving that and have already done it. Um, so thank you so much for sharing your advice, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you for having me, Joe. It was a pleasure to be here. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then head to JoeFairless.com, where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on JoeFairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe. 